Okay, today I want to talk about exactly what needs to be happening if you are moving your business towards five-figure months and or multi-five-figure months. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty, y'all. It's going to be in-depth. Get your pencils out. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you can obviously always come back and listen to this over and over again because it is going to be jam-packed with really helpful and good information for you. So let's dive in. Welcome to Spacious, the podcast for business owners, leaders, and CEOs who desire simplicity, sustainability, and spaciousness in their lives and in their companies. In this podcast, we'll dive deep with lessons, perspective shifts, coaching, and guests to help you find and create a spaciously successful business. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so if you're someone who's like, I know that this year it's going to be it. I am going to hit these milestones that I've been striving towards for a long time. I am going to really create a business that, you know, provides for me, provides for my family, creates so much stability and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Don't fully know how to do it, but I'm doing it. This is going to be a really good podcast for you. So I want to start by saying something that is not going to be that out of left field if you've been around me for a while. Um, but just the big reminder here that it is going to be the woo and the work. It is going to be the both and. It is going to be the strategic and the energetic. Not just one of those things is the most important in these equations towards getting towards these high income months. What I would offer for you is that you probably have a default way that you lean right now. And I'm guessing for most of you, if you're in my world, you probably lean a little bit more into the work, but that might not be true. So check in with yourself. Where do you usually, um, start to, you know, attack a problem from and potentially something to consider something to experiment with is that perhaps as you are excelling beyond what you already know, what you've already done, what you've already seen as possible in your life, perhaps it's going to take a little bit more of the other, the other thing that you're not focusing on, right? So if you are like defaulting to the work, maybe it's time to lean a little bit more into the woo. If you're defaulting to the woo, maybe you need to lean a little bit more into the work. And what I've seen a lot of, and you know, just over the the course of my business and coaching and everything. Um, but you know, even more like in conversations lately is there's still this idea that like the woo is not as important or that the energetics don't matter. And that is just not true. That is just not true. The reason that you and the next person can be doing the exact same things, the exact same strategies, the exact same tactics, the exact same messaging, the exact same positioning in one person can get results and the other person can't really does boil down to what would fall under quote the woo. And it is just so essential to such an important part of this equation. Now, on the other hand, what I've also seen a lot of lately from the kind of work outlook (laughs) column is one, remember that you're building an ecosystem and not one thing is like most responsible for your business success. So like having the perfect tagline is not the thing that's going to make a sale. Having the perfect sales page is not the thing that's going to make the sale. Posting the perfect content is not the thing that's going to make the sale. It is an ecosystem. All of this is coming together. All of this is working together to create momentum and to create success and results and to create impact in your business. And so if we can lighten up the pressure on the particular pieces and let everything work together, a body of work, an ecosystem, you will a feel a lot fucking better (laughs) and b actually be able to get 
out there and do the thing and create the results versus like, you know, really focusing in on one minute detail that does not hold as much weight as you are giving it. That's one part of the work that I've been seeing a lot of lately. Another thing that I really feel called to say, which might actually be surprising for some of y'all, um, and might feel a little bit like a harsh truth. So like, I'm saying this with love. I'm saying this like, it's you and me, we got a like, glass of wine or like some nice coffee. And I'm just being real with you here. Um, you might be someone who's like, Ooh, it's I'm, I focus a lot on the work. I must need to do more of the woo. You might be someone who's like, I'm just really stuck in overworking. Overworking is my thing. I'm doing too much. I'm going to ask you this. Is that really true? Or do you get stuck in thinking about working, thinking about what to do, thinking about all the things you need to do and not actually doing the things, right? There's a difference. I have clients who are actually chronically overworking and they literally are their their schedules their days are filled to the brim like there's like literally not even a break in there to go pee or eat lunch and i have clients who think that they're overworking but really they're just thinking all the time about their business and it's not actually an overworking problem right sometimes for them the answer is no you actually need to go do the thing and sell the thing and share the content and talk about your offers you actually do need to go do the work And this overthinking that you're stuck in that you're claiming is the work is really more of, again, an energetic issue, right? So just want to put that out there. feels relevant to this conversation before we dive in. Um, Saying it with so much love. You can check in. You can feel if that landed for you. If that's like, ooh, that hurts a little bit because it's true. I'm sorry, but it's also really going to help you for the rest of this conversation. So let's get into that. Now, if you are at a point in your business where, you know, you're making money, you're serving clients, people are coming in, there are you know, offers or an offer that is selling. And you're like, cool, I am going to hit 10K months. What I would focus on is really building and establishing authority. And primarily I would be doing that through my content. I would be doing that through Instagram. I'd be doing that through, you know, a podcast. I'd be doing that through, if you're into Facebook groups, if you're um, emailing your list, like I would be doing that in um, whatever platforms that you're present on. You obviously don't need to be everywhere. Um, but wherever you're at, I would be really focusing on like being the go-to being the expert at your thing. And I want to push you a little bit more. I don't just mean being the expert designer or the expert coach or the expert copywriter or whatever it is. I mean, like, what is your thing? Like, what is the little stake that you are claiming? What is your perspective? What are your beliefs? What do you stand for? Why are you the expert at that? What are you the go-to girly for? So like for me, that would be like this ease and spaciousness and simplicity, right? It's not just coaching. It's like a very specific outcome of coaching. So what do you need to shift internally to really own whatever this thing is for you? What do you need to shift strategically to like be sharing more of that and more confidently, right? So there's woo and work there, right? What I will say is most often what I see holding people back from this is, um, not so much the the not knowing what to post. It's not really like a strategy issue. And again, most often this might not be you. So take everything with a grain of salt. Um, really, it is kind of more in that energetics, more in that mindset. Like, can I really own that? Is it really that special? Am I really that unique? Am I really like, 
you know, so-and-so does it and, you know, she has more followers than me. So why would anyone pay attention to me? It's a lot more of this kind of mind drama stuff. And your work there is to like, to work through that and to overcome that and to be like, no, like she can be great. And so can I, she can help people. And so can I, and like really own that you are an authority. You are an expert, right? The other thing is I'd be putting a lot of attention, if you haven't done this already, a lot of attention on client experience and really delivering solidly on your offers and programs. Like I would be iterating and curating and tweaking and doing whatever I needed to do to make sure that my offers and my programs were the shit. Because this is the best strategy, like hands down. Be good at what you do and people will sell your stuff for you. And I know even in just saying that because of conversations I've had over the years with people, I know that some people listening to this just went, ooh, but I don't know. Am I good at this? And here's what I want to offer you. Actually check in. Do an integrity check. Are, Are you qualified to be teaching on this or coaching on this or delivering on this? And like, look at your experience, look at your, you know, the, the programs that you've bought or the degrees that you have or whatever it might be. Actually check in, do a real gut check. Be really honest with yourself. Am I in integrity to be selling this? I'm going to assume chances are most of you are. So then again, it's the mindset. Can I own that? Can I really like, you know, toot my own horn here? And if there is a little bit of a a wobble there, a little bit of the like, Ooh, I actually don't know shift the offer so that it's filled with things that you are solid in the the easiest example of this. And y'all have heard me share this example over the years is like way, way, way back in the design days when I was like, Oh yeah, I'll do websites. And I, you know, struggled to sell doing, doing websites for people because I had no business doing websites for people. Like I should not be in the back end of any WordPress website ever. I'm great at Squarespace. I can even do like show it, but like, WordPress? Absolutely not. You should not let me near that. And and no wonder it was hard to sell because I that was not an integrity for me to ever be acting like I could do that, right? And granted, I never actually sold that, so it all makes sense. So anyway, check in, gut check. Be honest with yourself. If it's a little out of integrity, change the offers, adjust the offers, make it in integrity, make it something that you feel solid on. If, and this is more likely, it's just a little bit of imposter syndrome coming up. Okay, Let's work through that. Let's move through that. Let's really own this. Your people are waiting for you. Your impact is just like there waiting to happen, right? It's time for you to do that. It's 2024, playing big this year. Now, let's talk about 20K months, or I should say multi-five-figure months. I won't say 20K months. I'll say 10 plus figure months. That's when we're going to start talking about stacking revenue. This is most often how you're actually going to hit those really high income months. You're going to have multiple offers, multiple payment plans, all stacking up, all adding up. In my business, like my highest income months are not always because like, oh, new sales came through or a pain full came through. It's because there's a stacking of payment plans happening. And I mean, I'm just going to brag for a second. Speaking of owning your, your shit and being an expert, I have been a recurring revenue girly, like from the get-go, like one, well, not from the get-go after the first year of my first business. <laughs> um, that is like what catapulted my, my design business, right? Like deciding, Hey, it would feel a lot better to know that this recurring revenue is coming in versus like getting a big sale. Like I'd rather have that stretched out, owning that and really leaning into that is why my first business blew the fuck up. 
It's why my coaching business does so well. I love recurring revenue. With my pricing structure, I don't incentivize paying full. If I really wanted to, I could, but like, I don't. I love recurring revenue. I love a payment plan. It just makes me feel safer and easier and everything feel so much better. So as you're moving towards these higher income months, recurring revenue is going to be your best friend. Now, if you haven't started thinking about how to create that, if you haven't started thinking about offer ecosystems and product suites and how everything stacks together, one, go listen to last week's episode, because that's what we're talking about. And two, I highly encourage you to get inside of the Ease Mastermind because there are limited spots available. And that is the work that we are doing inside of that group. Now, the last thing that I want to say about these, these high income months, these multi-five-figure uh, months is mindset support, emotional intelligence, emotional resilience is an absolutely required skill to hit those numbers and to maintain those numbers. This is something you need to learn. You need to master. And unfortunately it is still so, 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 so slept on. You can have the best strategies in the world, the best tactics and tactics in the world, the best sales ability in the world. But if you cannot hold and maintain high cash months without totally crashing your nervous system, you won't be able to do it. You will not be able to do it over and over and over again. This is where you might feel like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging or whatever. And the truth is like, if it does not feel safe to play in big sums of money, you just won't be able to do it. Your body will be like, no, we're not doing the work that needs to happen to maintain this. It's not safe to do this. Everyone will hate this. Uh, hate me if we have this much money. My my family will hate me. My partner will hate me. All of my clients will hate me. Um, you know, all these things will come up and you won't do it because it won't feel safe. So building a strong and resilient mindset, having the skill of actually being a CEO when it comes to playing with big numbers, making big decisions, having hard conversations, this is the thing to be focusing on in your internal world alongside, you know, the product suite and stuff that's more external. So now it's a lot to take in. But here are some coaching moments. What do you tend to default to, the woo or the work? And can you try giving more attention to the other one? Just as a little fun experiment, just to see what happens. And then some kind of integration actions for you. If you're aiming for 10K months, are you stepping up as the authority? And how can you do that even 1% more? If you're aiming for 10K plus months, What's the recurring revenue situation looking like in your business? What is your sales plan for at least Q1 of this year? I'm not someone who plans out the entire year. I focus in on Q1. So that's my question for you. What are you selling in Q1? And then, you know, across the board, no matter what you're moving towards, are you continually expanding your capacity around like being a CEO, thinking like a CEO, actually being able to hold big big decisions, hard conversations, big amounts of money, et cetera. If this is the work that you need to focus on, if you are scaling to and beyond five-figure months, I want to invite you in to the Ease Mastermind. This is the place to be to really do that in a way that feels good, that feels like ease, that feels like alignment to your values, honoring your desires, being a person of integrity, a business owner of integrity. So applications are open. You can connect with me on Instagram to apply or just to ask any questions that you might have. What was your takeaway from this episode? What action are you going to take? Come share it with me over on Instagram. It's linked in the show notes. There you will also find any other important information from this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with a friend or leave a review? This helps others find the show and I would be so grateful for your support.